970 WATH. It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills. From the studios of WATH, this is the Sports Fan on 970 and 97.1 FM. Connor Mills on the mic. Got you all the way up until 6.30. Got you for the bottom of the hour. And, of course, this is presented by JK Contracting, this being the sports fan on this 31st day of March 2020. 6.06 on the clock and temperatures ranging around, uh, hanging around 50 degrees or thereabouts, 47 degrees if you want to be exact. Uh, but, again, it's another abbreviated version of the sports fan. As long as sports are not existent, we will continue to entertain you for a 30-minute period. And then at the bottom half of the hour, we'll have song requests if you have any requests uh, but we will play those songs after 6.30, but talking about sports. And one thing, uh, I've, I've been taking over for Troy a little bit with the morning sports update. I had it yesterday, I got it today. Uh, the one thing that I left out of that sports update that I, you know, at some point I have to leave the station. I, I can't sleep over here all night long. Uh, but the one thing that I left out, and it was pretty big, was the NCAA allowing their spring sport athletes from this year, another year, of eligibility, uh, which would mean a lot for uh, a lot for these players. But the one half, we'll, we'll talk about the spring sports. But the one part of that that I want to really dive in deep about is about the winter sports because this is an unfortunate end to those athletes' careers or student athletes' careers. You know, still still underneath uh, the NCAA uh, umbrella. And while I happen to agree with that decision. I still feel bad for those athletes because you know, their, their season, they were in the midst of their season. They had something, whether it be Dayton or whether, whether it be, you know, a, a senior wrestler who I, I read it and I can't remember the name. I'll get it after the break. You know, we'll, we'll take a break in, I don't know, seven, eight minutes, whatever. Uh, we'll do it. But the, the point is, you know, a wrestler, you know, pulled his red shirt, his Olympic red shirt. Now the Olympics got pushed back, but he didn't know that at the time. But it was a wrestler from Princeton. He pulled his Olympic red shirt and wanted to, to wrestle this season and go for, you know, make top eight in the nation. You're, you're an All-American. You know, just talking about wrestling right now. Uh, but, but I do feel bad for those athletes that will not be able to continue their career uh, because their career got cut short. Now, if, it's, if you're talking about uh, basketball players, uh, men's or women's, you know, at least there is still the opportunity to go to the WNBA. There's still an opportunity to go to the NBA, but that is a small percentage of people who will be able to to go and, and, and again, continue uh, their, their now athletic career. But, I, I, again, I feel bad for those senior athletes because they put in so much time, they work for it, uh, and, and their season does come to an end, uh, not in a way that you would have imagined. You know, that only a couple games happened in the Mid-American Conference Tournament. You know, you had, you didn't, the men even didn't, didn't even get to play. They were out on the court. Uh, Ohio's men's team in, in the MAC uh, tournament. Uh, they were out on the court. They were warming up. They were getting ready. The game gets pushed back. And then the press conference happens. And then they started to go shoot around. And then Russ Eisenstein had the play-by-play of just their scrimmage. I think it was a, a three-on-three scrimmage or maybe five-on-five. Five. I don't know how many uh, basketball players participated, but... You know, that was the only opportunity that they got to play 
in the convo, which means, at least for Ohio's men's team, that Sylvester Obanda, who was a grad transfer from Georgia Tech, Obanda now uh, has his career ended, as does you know, Ohio's all-time three-point leader in Jordan Dardis. And Dardis, who's battled injury, he's battled... Uh, a lot of things to, to get to this point. He was a really good player, and I'm sure Bobcat fans are going to miss him. And it's not like you know, the, we didn't expect this because it was expected that you know the season was going to end one way or another. So at the end of this season, at the conclusion of the 2020 season, you know, we weren't expecting to see Dardis or Obanda back on the team. And especially since the whole season kind of happened besides the postseason. But, I mean, when, it, when you break it down, it's a postseason that really matters. And, and the, it is disappointing, you know, not to be able to have that shot, not to have that Cinderella team, whether it be UMBC uh, defeating Virginia uh, in the tournament in March Madness. And I know a lot of people might be, oh, come on, why are you bringing that up again? Now we know there's no sports. You don't have to rub it. I'm not rubbing anything in their face. I'm just saying you know, the way that, the season ended for these these athletes, these student athletes, uh, was disappointing. And you know, I, again, I agree with the decision. Uh, winter sport athletes will not have another year under the NCAA, and spring sport athletes will get another year because their season had started a little bit, but it wasn't as far along as, let's say, well, obviously basketball, men's or women's basketball, or, or wrestling, or uh, any of the other winter sports. Uh, but I'll, I'll read the AP uh, story verbatim just so we get this all uh, straightened away. The NCAA will permit spring sport Division One athletes who had their season shortened by the coronavirus outbreak to have an additional year of eligibility. NCAA Division One Council voted to give college athletes who compete in spring sports such as, but not exclusive, such as baseball, softball, and lacrosse a way to get back the season they lost but did not guarantee financial aid we'll talk about that winter sport athletes uh, were not included or winter sports were not included in that decision the council declined to extend eligibilities uh, for student athletes in sports where all or most of their regular seasons were completed we, we talked about the winter sport athletes yeah they Again, it's, it's disappointing for them not to have that shot in the postseason, but they at least had a season. You know, at least the regular season ended. You know, it's not going back all the way in, in history. You know, these postseason tournaments might not have existed. You might have had a conference, and then whoever has the best record, then you'd say they're, they're the champion. You know, that's what it was in football you know, all the way back when it was the, the AFC and uh, – I forget the original name for, for the NFL, but AFC, NFC, before there was the NFC, uh, it was just the NFL and the AFC. Uh, but then they, before that, it was just, all right, whoever had the best record will call you the champions. So at least they had a regular season. At least they could have had, uh, you know, just by record, you know, Dayton would have been the uh, the champion for, for their conference. Uh, I think, I forget who was in at the top of the Big Ten. I want to say it was Maryland, uh, but Maryland would, would have been crowned the champion. Or for Ohio, Akron uh, for, uh, for the Mid-American Conference. The Zips 
were the Mid-American Conference champions because they had the best record in conference. At least you can point to that and say, all right, because you had the best record in conference, we'll, we'll crown you the champions. But for the spring sport athletes, they did not get that opportunity uh, to, to play their season. And really, at the, during that spring break time, that everything was gearing up and ready for spring sports. Basketball, at least, uh, was kind of coming to a close. We had the Trumbull Tomcats still advancing uh, far into the regional semifinal uh, tournament. Uh, but after that, you know, for high school sports, it was supposed to be baseball coming up. And tomorrow was actually supposed to be the first Athens baseball game. I think it was Athens and Chillicothe. And I still have it on my schedule. I still have it as a reminder. Uh, but it, it is you know, a reminder that things are not normal at this time. And, and the quicker we get back to some kind of normalcy, uh, the, the quicker that, that everybody can go back to work, uh, can go back to you know, seeing people, you know, not socially distancing people, but actually going out uh, and enjoying somebody else's presence in front of you. Uh, if you are you know, just at home or maybe you're a college student that came back, might be alone at your apartment right now, not have any roommates, but at least you're able uh, to take a walk and maybe shout at somebody from across the street. That, that might be a, a possibility. But the one thing uh, that I mentioned I want to talk about was it did not guarantee financial aid. Going back up to the collegiate sports. Because it does not guarantee financial aid, this would be up to each individual school to determine the financial aid. Which there's a little bit of leeway there, and it, it I, I want to say, kind of discourages uh, spring sport athletes to you know, come back automatically because those athletes would have to then talk to their coaches. Um, since it does not give the financial aid, that kind of takes a burden off of the NCAA uh, in determining uh, whether uh, they get you know, the, the spring sport or the, uh, the financial aid uh, for each athlete because once you give that extra year of eligibility, now you're talking about you know, more people a part of the program. You know, on the baseball field, you got nine players uh, on the field, and let's say, uh, I don't know, I don't know how big a roster is for, let, let's say you have 30 kids on the program, right? Let's say you have 30, you have 15 position, 15 pitching, just to make it easier, right? And then your recruiting class comes in for the next year. Let's say you got four, let's say you got five, five seniors on the team, 15 infield, 15 uh, pitchers, five leave, right? Or five are supposed to leave. But instead of the 30, and I'm not saying it's 30, it could be higher, it could be lower. I'm just making up this number right now to make the point where, you know, if you have those 30 kids and nine or five are supposed to leave, and then you have a recruiting class of five more kids coming in, but now instead of 30 kids on your roster, now you're going to have 35. And you have to manage, you know, kind of a little bit differently now. And not just manage as in head coach and team and performance-wise, but you're going to have to manage somehow, you know, who gets not, not only playing time, but who gets a financial lead, you know, how, who gets to go uh, on trips. Maybe it's an away, away trip. Uh, you know, do you bring the younger guys or do you bring the, the older guys? You know, do you want the younger guys to get the experience or do you want the, uh, the seniors who you only have a year left with now, there's a lot of it throws a curveball into this whole scenario with you know, giving an extra year of eligibility. Do I agree with it? Yes. But then Major League Baseball will also have their draft. 
Now their draft might have been shortened. We'll we'll talk about the MLB draft in a, a later uh, later sportsman da- later on down the week. But with the draft, you know, are kids not going to have that same opportunity to get looked at because their season wasn't really here? You know, I, I was up in Alaska two years ago with the Matsu Miners calling games, and we had this big lefty about six four. Uh, let's say 240 pounds, but fit, really fit big lefty named Asa Lacey. And now Lacey could hit the gun at Brown's 98 miles per hour, had a curveball out of nowhere. He's projected to go probably, I want to say, in the first three rounds. Right? He was draft eligible this year. He's a junior, or is his third year uh, in, in college, got drafted out of high school. Uh, but he's from Texas, Texas A&M player, Asa Lacey. Uh, if you haven't heard his name before, you're going to hear it at some point because he's just a, a dominating pitcher. He's got the frame, and he's a left-handed pitcher. I mean, it, you have a guy who can throw 95-plus uh, with a great curveball. It's, it's a recipe for success uh, in the major leagues. But my point is uh, teams might not have that opportunity to scout him as well as they could have during the season. So these are all different things that you're talking about in trying to work around where, all right, are these kids going to be looked at for professional? Are their uh, seasons going to come to a close? Now, it's a lot of lee- leeway. It's a loose scenario right now between uh, do you stay, do you leave, what works, because life does go on. At some point, you will have to graduate from college. Do you have to take any classes? Do you have to still pay tuition to go? You know, there's a whole big, uh, there's a big question mark, you know, on what you know, the, these student athletes will have to be because if they graduate, if they're here in their sixth year, maybe they had their medical red shirt and then they had a red shirt, they could be here for six years. You put this on for an extra year of eligibility, now here's year number seven. It's a long time to stay in college, and at some point you will have to, not you, but maybe you, We'll have to move on into the next phase of your life. I talked about that with Russ Eisenstein uh, during that spring break. We'll see if we can have Russ on. Uh, I'm sure he's got a great take on this, but we'll see if we can get him uh, later on down in the week. We're going to take a short break here on the Sports Fan. On the other side, a couple big stories coming out. Uh, we'll read into those right after this. You're listening to the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Do you want hot food delivered right to your door? Download the iChowdown app or go to iChowdown.com to place your order. They'll take care of it from there and make sure it gets to you hot, hot, hot. They've got skilled drivers, heated bags, and know all the shortcuts to get to your door. They're now delivering up to 20 miles from their 30-plus restaurants. They're now delivering up to 20 miles from their 30-plus restaurants. If you have any questions, call iChowdown, 855-244-6936. That's 855-244-6936. I'm Dr. 
Dr. Amy Acton, and I'm director of the Ohio Department of Health. It's really important that you have access to the most reliable, trusted source of information. Please come to our website, coronavirus.ohio.gov. Furnished by the Ohio Department of Health and the OAB. Follow along with Power 105 and 97 WATH on Facebook. Like our page for contests, prizes, community updates, and of course, some laughs. Check us out on Facebook at Power 105 WXTQ slash 97 WATH. And don't forget to click that like button. Columbia Gas wants you to know the ground rules. If you smell the rotten egg odor of natural gas, stop what you're doing, leave the area immediately, and call 911 and Columbia Gas. For more ground rules like these, visit ColumbiaGasOhio.com slash stay safe. A work of heart is a country gift store with over 7,000 square feet of the best selection of beautiful decorations and treasures in all of Ohio and West Virginia. Our store is right across from American Eagle in Grand Central Mall. If you are a dog and cat lover, we stock car coasters, designer dog and cat socks for your feet, and beautiful tea towels with a variety of dog breeds. How about a sign that says dog lover or cat lover? We've got that. We just receive hundreds of new spring and everyday flags along with many new gifts. We stock the best selection of garden and regular flags in the Mid-Ohio Valley. How about some primitive furniture, wall sconces, shelves with shaker pegs, framed art by D. Jones, Billy Jacobs, and Bonnie Moore. We have breathtaking lifelike floral decor such as tulips and daisies, wreaths, sprigs, sprays, sea rings, garland, and so much more. Come see us today at A Work of Heart in Grand Central Mall and shop online at aworkofheart.biz. International Association of Firefighters, representing EMS employees of Athens County in partnership with the Muscular Dystrophy Association, need your support. On May 16th at the Franklin Valley Golf Course, there will be a charity golf scramble in order to raise funds to support an Athens County family impacted by muscular dystrophy. For golf registration and whole sponsorship, please call Steve Palo at 740-707-8667 or Tim Skorsky at 740-856-7294. Please show your support by breaking out your set of clubs, gathering your friends, and participating in this event. All proceeds go to IAFF Local 5126 and the Muscular Dystrophy Association. You are listening to The Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Sports Fan 970 WATH. Mills on the mic got you for about ah, six more minutes on this 31st day, the last day of March April coming up, and hopefully, I don't, I'm not in the mood for any April Fool's jokes for tomorrow, or maybe if, if they're funny, you know, I, I don't, it's got to be something that's universally accepted as funny, you know, because everybody's dealing with a lot, and maybe a, a joke or two would be great, or I love listening to, uh, I'm sure you guys who follow along with sports have seen Frank Caliendo and doing the impersonations of others, and I, I, I find that funny, I like that, um, and I saw... There was a, a tweet that he had, and a lot of other people, uh, somebody was making a, a ruckus at a grocery store, you know, being disrespectful and, and stuff like that, and then somebody out of nowhere came down with the right hand, and uh, in no way do I condone violence, but I think that guy might have had it coming to him. Um, at 6.25 on the clock, again, five more minutes. There's a couple stories I want to get to, sports-related. Uh, let's go locally first. We are an affiliate of the Cincinnati Bengals when the Bengals uh uh, season starts up, and hopefully right now, NFL, they did say they were thinking, they were making a plan for the coronavirus. Should it extend that far? Do I think it will? No. Am I a doctor? No. So I don't know 
Uh, it's good that they're having a plan. It's better to be prepared than unprepared uh, Prepared uh, in a situation like this, so at least they're talking about it. Uh, what they're talking about right now for the Cincinnati Bengals, they have released starting cornerback Dre Kirkpatrick. It's another move to overhaul the Bengals' secondary after a 2-14 and season. Kirkpatrick was a first-round pick in 2012 and started 67 games in eight seasons. He missed 10 games last year with a knee injury, and he was also involved in the most significant play of Coach Zach Taylor's first season. He bumped into A.J. Green while breaking up a pass on a 7-on-7 drill in the first practice of training camp. Green landed awkwardly and suffered a severe injury to his left ankle that required surgery and sidelined him for the season. Uh, So Dre Kirkpatrick... Uh, has been released by the Cincinnati Bengals as they try to improve on their their roster and their staff. Uh, and uh, of course, you know the the seven on seven drill. It is great to go as hard as you can, uh, but when you're going against your teammates, you want to make sure that you go hard, but you go smart. And landing against and bumping AJ Green in the beginning of the season did not help your case, especially since Green. And then you don't know how the injury is going to roll out. You know you hope that. You, know, you go hard and they don't get injured, but uh, you want to prevent as many injuries as possible. And with your star wide receiver out, uh, the, the season, you know, 2 and 14. I, I think that speaks for itself, and that puts the Bengals in a position for the NFL draft. Uh, we had a story about the draft. Uh, here it is. But we will, uh, let's see. For the NFL draft. Uh, NFL Vice President Troy Vincent has sent a letter to several prospects inviting them to participate in a quote-unquote live uh, in the NFL draft in three weeks. The Associated Press obtained the letter sent by the league's football operations chief to prospective early selections in the draft. The draft will be held remotely on April 23rd through the 25th due to the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, Vincent asked the players not to publicize the invitation, so we will not know if Joe Burrow has been invited. Uh, I'm just going to go off a gut feeling. If he's a projected number one overall pick, I would hope that somebody would have to get his reaction recorded somewhere, uh, something more advanced than just Jimmy Burrow and Robin uh, holding up a cell phone and Joe watching TV to to find out. I I would hope there's something a little bit more significant than that uh, for the potential number one overall pick, and I think a lot of people would feel the same way. Uh, it's not as great as being there, um, receiving, you know, if it's a jersey or a hat, whatever it might be you know, in the NFL draft. Uh, nothing would, would be better to actually be there and receive it. But, I mean, everybody here knows Joe. You know, he's never been one for the big spotlight, but the spotlight always finds him. And he always says the right thing when the spotlight uh, is upon him, which is always great. And that's why you know, he's in part probably going to be that number one overall pick. Uh, The other NFL news I want to get to real quick as we start the music for the Bobcat outro is the uh, NFL team owners voted to expand playoffs by one team at each conference for next season during a conference call to discuss league business after the annual meetings were canceled. Uh, The owners awarded one of those extra games to CBS, one to NBC. Only the teams with the best record in the AFC and NFC will get a bye. We'll talk about NFL postseason. We'll talk about MLB draft and stuff coming up later on in the week. That does it here for the sports fan. 48 degrees, partly cloudy outside. This is the Sports Fan at 970, 97.1 FM. I'm Connor Mills signing off, and I'll see you tomorrow.